0: You're listening to Give Zero, where everything matters but your feelings. Hi everybody, it's your buddy JB here. Been a little while since I talked to you. Can't wait to continue our conversation. Tonight's episode's a little special. It's a request. Let's do it. Here we go. Now your host who gives absolutely zero fucks, Joey Bruno. (laughs) Thank you, 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 thank you. Hope I'm not too hot. If I am, well, that's how it is. So anyway, it's your buddy JB, back here on Give Zero. Been a hot minute. I hate when we're off the air for extended periods like this. But it is what it is. Um, A lot of sickness in the family, a lot of things. I told you about uh, my mom passing. Uh, during the Christmas holidays, on Christmas Day, actually. Um, Took some personal time. My life's been a crazy thing. Not that yours hasn't over the past uh, couple of years. And, um, man, when it rains, it pours. So back here behind the uh, big red microphone, here in the chair, and let's get back right to what we always do best, because in my little hand, I got my coffee, got my coffee. So let's do this thing together. So if you have your coffee, your whiskey, your wine, your beer. God, I hope it's not a white claw. Hey, you got white claw? You do white claw. You you do what you you do, whatever it is that tickles you cause America. And if you got a little something, something special, special and you want to go and fire you one up on the old back porch, hey, take us with you. We'll uh, we'll join you with that, whatever. But for me, as always, it's my black coffee. Here we go. All together now, let's drink. Let's say it together. Say it together. Ah. Boom. Let's make all the chair noise and desk noise and everything we can. I hope I got the audio tuned up enough. This show tonight is um, a request uh, from my daughter. My youngest daughter. I won't say her name on the air because I'm not going to say her name. Um, But my little baby who has a a cute little son of her own and got another little baby on the way we understand. Uh, And we're excited about that. Uh, And I have an older daughter. Who is just the sweetest thing that there ever was, and I'm very, I'm very proud to be her daddy too. Um, and she lives out of state, and um, I never get to visit with either one of them enough. Uh, but they're both just amazing. I have well let me just throw it all out there. I have a stepson, uh, and these are all these all these children are all full grown because my my son, my stepson, my son, um, he has a 14 year old daughter. So I have a step granddaughter, and I have a wife, and I have an ex-wife, and I have a wife's sister, and I had a mama, and so the majority of my world is pretty much pink, uh, and so I'm used to having bosses, a lot of a lot of a lot of female influence in my life, and there you go. But my youngest daughter was talking with me today uh, uh, about life, the universe, and everything, where all things are considered, with what's going on with Russia and the Ukraine. And she was genuinely concerned. You know, she got a belly full of baby. and She's got a uh, year and a half old um, boy. Cute little curly haired thing. Um, he's good looking and smart, so he doesn't take after me in any capacity. <laughs> uh, but uh, she said, can you explain some of this to me? And I'm like, well, sure. Not while we're texting, because that ain't going to work. So I told her I said, "Well, I'll call you tonight, and we can talk about it." She's like, "Great." Well, I have not texted her back or responded back to her because I thought, you know what, the easiest way to do this is get ourselves back on the Give Zero program here, um, and let's just let's just do this thing. So, um, during show prep, which a a reasonably intelligent um, a podcaster, r- radio personality, or somebody like that. Um, would do they would tend to, to prep all this stuff and have their act together write things down uh so i ain't doing none of that uh <laughs> i'm not about to do any of that because that's what a, someone that was good at this would do um so i thought well, you know i'll just start here and i'll start telling the story and then i realized well i've got to go back i can't just start right there i've got to back up a little bit so i kept all right so i'll start here and then Five minutes later and some more coffee later, I'm like, no, you got to back up further than that. So, um, y'all, this is scary because, and of course, I've got a cat in here that's going to make noise. One of my wife's, my wife is a freak show, by the way, and she has a lot of, she has clearly emotional problems and she has to have these stuffed animals running around the house everywhere to keep her mentality alive um so i apologize for the cat cats multiple cats so <clears throat> i kept backing up i kept backing up going um we'll start here we'll start here so it dawns on me after doing all this there's no way to do it quickly i'm gonna have to do this from forty thousand 000 feet up in the stratosphere rather than get down into the small little tiny uh, uh minutiae of this thing and try to explain it day by day by day it's almost impossible it's so there so i'm going to do this topically um and this might be a good episode uh, and since it's for my daughter and since it's for maybe one day for my grandson to listen to i will keep this very very family friendly so if you have friends you want to share this with or um I don't know, your own children or something like that. If you find merit in what I'm saying um, or parts of it, please feel free to do so. This is the kind of episode and one of the episodes you certainly uh, could do that with. So <clears throat> um, let's go back to almost the day. That's not the day because she was probably four or five, five, five seven, a few years older. Um, to when my daughter, who asked this question, Was but a wee wee child Herself You have to start this story Back Inside of the Clinton Bill Clinton when he was president And really To kick it off and make it run You've got to do it during the time That uh, Al Gore And and George W. Bush ran against each other uh, Because Clinton Had already served out his two terms uh, despite his impeachment, he had two terms there, um, and it happened during that election. and And for those that are old people like me, you will remember the dangling Chad issues that were down in Florida. Uh, there was a vote discrepancy, and some, you know, of course, the the, the trick with uh, when you have Democrats involved, you don't have to beat a Democrat at the ballot box. You just have to beat their attorneys. So the argument at the time was that, um, uh, George W didn't win, uh, Al Gore won Florida. And that was enough to a very close race, they say. And somebody needed to win Florida to carry the whole thing home to, to be president. You had to win Florida and only Florida. And so there you were. So this goes on after November for months, all the way through Christmas and everything up until inauguration day, basically, Till they finally said, Florida said, and it was declared that George Bush was in fact the winner because of the balloting system, basically in, in one county. Uh, they used a punch card system where you take a little stylus and you punch a hole through a card. Uh, basically, you knock out a little pre-printed a little square oval. Those little pieces that fall out were called chads. If you remember dangling chads, that was the thing. They had these mountainous stacks of these cards, and people would look at them with such scrutiny, and they would see, that, well, there was a dimpled Chad. The voter meant to press this one, but he pressed the other one, and Bob, all this crap all of But it boiled down to this one thing. Now, remember, our story launches from here all the way up to Ukraine. So it was decided, and it went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court said, look, The federal government cannot get involved in this because it's up to the state, the individual state, and that state's legislature to decide what their rules are and nobody else's. Only that state's legislature, just like it says, in the Constitution, in the U.S. Constitution. That's where it says that, U.S. Constitution. So, George W. is president. 9-11, all this crapola goes on. This, that, the other thing, blah, 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 Now, <clears throat> after Bush gets done, two terms. Um, Because remember, there was Reagan. Reagan ran two terms. His vice president was George W.'s daddy, George Herbert Walker Bush, George H.W. Bush. He only made it through one term. Then came Bill Clinton for two terms. Then George W., he ran two terms, eight years. Okay, he gets ready to get out of there. And lo and behold, on the Democrat side, Hillary is going to run. And, buddy, she comes out of the gate with her tail on fire. She is doing stuff, and she is rock and rolling, and she is making this thing work. And then, in the middle of all that, comes this person that no one's ever heard of. No one has ever heard of Barack Hussein Obama. And this nobody, who is a, who is I'm sorry, knocked something off, who is a, a, a community organizer for Chicago. turns around and steals the nomination, gets the nomination, gets the nod, gets the tap, and knocks Hillary Clinton out of the race. I mean, that's just almost impossible. But there you have it. And off he goes. Now, he makes Hillary Clinton Secretary of State. His Secretary of State for the United States of America. You know, that's the thing you should do. Now, whatever made an ambitious Hillary Clinton back up and step away from her campaign when she was owning that campaign was massively dominating that race. Who knows? Maybe she didn't think she could actually beat, um, what is it? um, What was it Joe Biden called him at the time? He was clean This black guy is clean and articulate. He's not like regular black people. No, this guy, this guy knows how to speak. Knows how to take a shower. Clean, articulate. That's your Joe Biden. One of the most racist sons of bitches there ever was. Excuse my French, I promised I wouldn't, but there it is. Oh, he's a racist sack of crap. Anyway, so, there you have Barack Obama in there with, um, His husband, Michelle. And they're in the White House. And Hillary is Secretary of State. Well, we find out later on, you know, not only Benghazi where she lets people go and die because there's a money deal and a weapons deal going on over there in in Benghazi, that area. So they got to let those guys die. And the White House, of course, blames that on a YouTube video that just pissed off all those bunch of terrorists over there. It wasn't the fact that arms were being moved around by the United States that Barack Obama was doing that. Much like he was doing and sending arms, well, wasn't sending them, but was selling arms across the border into Mexico in the Fast and Furious gun program that him and Eric Holder put together. That would be his attorney general. But, you know, those are little things in history, whatever. But it also happens that Hillary Clinton decided to let her husband Bill go and make a bunch of speeches because he was a former president. Made those speeches over in Russia, getting what was it, hundred thousand dollars, a couple hundred thousand dollars per speech. But now that was all going into the the Clinton Foundation, which you know helped out other other you know countries and stuff like that. Wasn't money laundering or anything like that. No, 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 no. No, wasn't anything like that. And she also struck a deal that she got her pocket padded on. These are all proven things, by the way, where she sold uh, 20% of the United States uranium from here on out that's mined and produced in the U.S. to Russia. Uranium One deal there. I got got that put together. But that's not important. That's not important at all. So Barack Obama finally winds up his run. His run. He's done. Done. Finally. Eight years of that crap. Most racist country in the world. I mean, black folk need reparations so bad Because even Joe Biden right now says they're too stupid. Black folks are too stupid to use a computer or anything to uh, to be able to order a voter ID. Because you know, black folk can't do that. And if you don't vote for him, you ain't black. He said to black folks, because Joe Biden's a racist piece of crap is what he actually is. Because he don't want his kids going to a damn jungle when they do busing and school integration. Uh, I hate Democrats and libtards. I hate them. They're every terrible thing they try to blame everybody else to be. But I'll leave that alone. So Hillary's never gotten to be president. And it's time to run another president. Well... She had so much trouble with her email server issue because as as Secretary of State, uh, she wasn't getting government emails on her government computer. She was getting them on a computer inside of her her own private email server. I heard a couple of different stories. It was in her house. It was in a bathroom. It was in some office building in a bathroom. But there it was. So there's no official record of anything that she ever actually did. She used it for, what did she say, recipes and uh, yoga? Was it yoga, she said? And, of course, to plan uh, Chelsea's wedding with. There's a lot of that. She didn't want to muck up the government servers with all that, you know, stuff. Uh, I just can't see Hillary Clinton going to a yoga class or aerobics or something. I I, I just can't see her in a pantsuit trying to do the downward facing dog. I just, my mind, my mind won't do that. But anyway, so there that was. So she decided to kind of maybe, you know, back up on that and kind of, you know, kind of, kind of lay low on that. So anyway, here come all the bumper cars. And this was uh, 20, what what are we at? Where are we at now? Am I missing one? Am I in the right spot? No, I'm in the right spot. So. This is in 2016. We're up, we're up to that now. Because, um, yeah, eight years for Bush, eight years for Obama, so it's 16 years, 2016. Well, Hillary's toying with the idea of actually running again by this time. She thinks the charisma. The, the, uh, <laughs> that's a different story. Uh, she thinks that the idea of, of, of maybe dabbling, maybe running again, might, might be a thing. But she's not sure. She's going to wait. The server thing needs to cool off. But there's 8 million people running for office this time. Dozens or 20-some odd people, Democrat side. There was 13 or 14 or so on the Republican side. Anybody, Anybody who ever passed sixth grade in their lifetime was running for president this time. It was up for everybody. So here comes Donald Trump. He's like, should I run? Put me in there. And of course, the world laughs. The world just laughs. Now, I need to paint you a picture where we are are at this point right here. Because Ted Cruz was running at that time, too, and I I was a Cruz guy. Uh, In the primaries, I did not vote for Donald Trump. I voted for Ted Cruz. Tell you straight up, I did. And the reason being is Cruz is one of the big people that really put their mouth in the ring in there. He's trying to make a name for himself. They always do. But whenever Hillary was doing all that crap with her server and selling your, our, our uranium to Russia um, and doing dirty, dirty stuff with Russia at that time. Um, and Biden had already been over there with a pallet full of cash, a, a billion dollars or so to give Ukraine, if they would fire and get rid of... Um, their federal prosecutor that was going to hang the company that his son hunter on paper was working for making a jillion dollars a year you know with a cut in there for the air quote big guy which was which is biden so the biden family is skimming money from everybody and using hunter as a puppet while they give hunter you know a few thousand dollars every time there's a there's a hundred thousand dollar payday so he can go out you know and 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 blow uh, snow and do coke and crack and 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 play with prostitutes. Uh, true story. There's laptops to prove it. Um. So, <clears throat> long story short is there that is well, um. Bernie Sanders again is throwing his hat in the ring to 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 run for this thing. Okay. And so Bernie Sanders is dominating this thing. Trump runs out ahead of it. And you've got to understand, Bernie Sanders, socialist, knocked out a dozen opponents in that race. And Trump knocked out every Republican that there was in that race. Trump's got it. There's three or four, but when the primaries come out, Trump was the clear, Clip my little vote for Ted Cruz did nothing. Trump was owning that thing. The reason is, and you got to look at the dynamic at the time. We had had Democrats and Republicans all the way up to that time. Bernie Sanders was a socialist. He is a member of the Democratic Party, but it's a name only. He's an admitted Democratic socialist. Tell you, and love him or hate him, he's honest about it. There he was, and then you got Trump, who was, you know, <laughs> he's Mr free market entrepreneur the two total opposite ends of the coin and it's if you go back and look at history and the reality of the thing Everybody was exhausted. They were tired of the Bushes. They were tired of George H.W., tired of George W. Except for Reagan, Republicans were tired of the Republican Party because the Republican Party had set their limp-wristed and not done a bloody thing to stop the Clintons from stealing money everywhere, from partnering and getting in bed with Russia and doing every rotten thing they can to undermine our country with other countries just for the sake of the almighty dollar and some power, they were little. The dirty and the Democrats were absolutely dirty. Still are, always have been. But I mean, it was filthy. And the Republicans sat on their thumbs and didn't do jack freaking squat. So America was tired of what Trump later called the swamp. But here we are coming up to primary se- uh, season, with Bernie Sanders rocking and rolling, and Trump. And much like the same story with Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, somehow, out of nowhere, Hillary Clinton drops her hat in the ring and just comes out on top. Bernie Sanders is just washed to one side and gone. Now, he wasn't. Because they cut Bernie a big old fat gigantic check and Bernie bought himself a nice big old gigantic mansion. And off he went and shut up, put his head down, played his part, went away. So now you got Trump and you got Hillary. Well, and I don't want to get ahead of myself in the story, but Hillary could not. And there was no COVID then. Hillary Clinton couldn't draw a crowd. Nobody liked her. Nobody liked her. Her health wasn't good. She was always stumbling, falling down, doing whatever, passing out, so-and-so, so-and-so. And And on top of everything else, she's a gigantic bitch, and nobody likes her. Trump shows up on a desert island and says, let's do a rally, and on a one-acre Uh, I'm totally exaggerating here. But on an acre with just him and a bunch of coconuts there in 45 minutes, there's 50,000 people standing on that island somehow. Trump could draw a crowd, and they loved him. He was huge, and they loved him because he immediately knew what to do. He's a a hell of a salesman. And he said right then, he said, we've got a common enemy. It's the freaking swamp. Everybody, everybody I've run against on both sides is your enemy. And he was right. He had his finger on the pulse of the people. He totally got it. He, you know, played the part of I Love America and Red, White, and Blue and yada, 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 and there you go. And America lapped him up, and he beat the living snot out of Hillary Clinton, much to the chagrin of all the alphabet soup news networks, with the exception at the time of Fox and if you can go back and find that loop of Wolf Blitzer and all the other pundits out there watching Hillary get her butt handed to her by this guy that they all swore on their souls would never win, it was a, a historic and hilarious election night. And Trump's elected president. And Hillary is famously quoted saying, Y'all better fix this shit or we are all going to hang. Actual quote said by her election night when Trump beat her because she knew that if Trump got in there and started operating things and started poking around and looking, they were all guilty of everything and they were all going to go to Gitmo for freaking ever. Now, let me tell you about Donald J. Trump. And I don't want to make this about Trump, but it's part of the history. We would not know 99% of all the crap we know, not because of Donald Trump. That's an easy one to say. But Trump's a smart guy. He's a business guy. And much like Sun Tzu, you never interrupt your enemy when they're making a mistake. Another Sun Tzuism is as long as you don't use an option, you've always got an option. So what unearthed all the crap about the swamp, even though Donald Trump made the famous call about or line about during the debate of saying that if, to Hillary Clinton that if he were elected, she'd be in jail. Um, <clears throat> had they not started swinging at Trump, he had never said anything. He knows how to run a business. Running a country is no different, especially one as big and vast as ours is. With all the people and the resources and the spirit that America has, and Americans have, all he had to do was point them in the right direction, cut the cut the restraints off of them, and America rock and roll like a like a freight train. Because that's what its people do. That's what they do with the parts and stuff that the good Lord put in this country. Our dirt is full of minerals and full of good soil and full of gold and silver and uranium and platinum and aluminum and and everything else you can think of and oil. And it just is. It's a a God-blessed country. But the swamp couldn't do that. So when he figured out, and I think it was only by hunch, and actually I think he was just running his mouth, and it just happened to be true, when he said they were spying on him. And when Hillary said, y'all better fix this shit or we're all going to hang, they fixed it. Because here comes the Russian dossier that we now know after the fact was in fact, not speculation, but was bought and paid for. It was false information. Basically, it was a fabricated story written by a patsy For Hillary Clinton to have them spread it around throughout the alphabet soup of uh, agencies, FBI, NSA, CIA, etc. in Washington, to literally they wanted to impeach and throw Trump out in the first six months. <clears throat> And they had all the news agencies help them because the news agencies out there are nothing but the propaganda arm of the Democratic Party anyway. They do what's told to them. That's why they all have the same stories on all the time. So four years of screaming Russia, 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 impeachment one, impeachment two, we go through all this crap. Well, here we go again with another election cycle. And the Democrats aren't going to let this happen again. They keep getting their butts handed to them every time they try to hang Trump. Because at this point, it's no longer about running the country. It's about trying to destroy a citizen of the United States, a guy that's not a politician, and honestly, just a cult of personality figure, Donald Trump. He really is. I like Trump. I ended up voting for Trump whenever he was the, uh, the, you know, the, the candidate of choice after the primaries, and I went full tilt in. But I never made it about Donald Trump. I could give a crap less that it is a guy named Donald J. Trump. I give a big crap that it is someone, male or female, I don't care who they are, that cares about this country that's sitting in that seat and will do what's best for its people and us as a nation collectively. This time, thank God, we got one of those, and his name happened to be Donald J. Trump. Works for me. Well, this time around, they had COVID. Also bought and paid for. Also a gigantic PSYOP. Also a gigantic control practice. also a gigantic experiment to see how much and how far they could control people and for how long and to see if the fear campaign would stick we'll talk about that some more in a second Trump's running of course In the last election. Bernie Sanders jumps out there again. Guess what? Bernie's getting a lot of traction. Because the total opposite of Donald Trump, of course, is going to be Bernie Sanders. When Trump said, we'll never be a socialist country. Not as long as I'm president. Well, here come the socialists. Here comes your squad. And AOC and that bunch. They couldn't impeach him, so they're going to put another guy in there. Well... And again, the Democrats had a dozen people in there, including Kamala Harris, or Kamala, but she likes Kamala this time around. Freedom. When I was little, the first word I ever said was freedom. Freedom. Bernie Sanders is rocking and rolling. He's got it in the bag this time. If he can get enough if he can get more votes than Donald Trump, we got this thing. Kamala Harris can't even win her own state California in the primary. she couldn't she couldn't even get up to the primaries because she ran out of money. She had to drop out of the race. And then on the skirts, on the edges, on the fringes of this is Joe Biden. There's rumor he might run. Could be. Starts running. Bernie's killing him. Go look at the numbers. Go back and look. Well, suddenly, suddenly, suddenly. Bernie gets another check and he goes away. Bernie's all about that money. And away he goes. And Joe is your nominee. And for optics, he picks Kamala as his running mate. Somebody that the Democrats didn't even want. Either of them. Because... Those little socialists wanted Bernie Sanders again. And Bernie took the money and he walked away from them. Left his own audience. Now granted, COVID's a thing. Or they said it was. Two weeks to flatten the curve. they stretched it out into a year. In rallies... Joe Biden might have a dozen people standing in little, one, one individual person inside of a six-foot circle scattered around somewhere in somebody's backyard or some little, some little corner of a parking lot somewhere. And maybe they get 30 or 40 people, much like Hillary Clinton before, because Hillary Clinton could not draw a crowd, as I mentioned. And neither could Joe Biden. He can't draw a crowd. <clears throat> Yet yeah, somehow on election night, after swing states had to stop voting in the middle of the night, counting votes in the middle of the night, we all go to bed, wake up the next morning, and in those states they magically find a bajillion votes, all of them for Joe Biden, and he won. He won with more votes than any other president in U.S. history. Ever, 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 and as they claim, the most fair, honest, and transparent election ever in U.S. history. A perfect election. More votes than any other president, ever. Which proves to me that Barack Obama is a worthless piece of crap. Because if Joe Biden got more votes than Barack Obama ever got, then the only reason people ever voted for Barack Obama was because they had Joe Biden as his vice president. And that's really all they wanted was that vice president and not Barack Obama. I mean, that's the only logical answer to that. Now, why did I start this thing with the Florida election 20-some-odd years ago? Because... In those states that were swing states, and the problem is is that on January 6th, when the so-called air quote riot, or the excuse me, the insurrection, whenever a bunch of people with cell phones and picket signs that were staying inside of velvet ropes, for the most part, there were a few jackasses that we have found, now found out that a lot of those were actually operatives. They were in the crowd. Antifa, um. I don't know, BLM, maybe even, but even FBI and such to rebel rouse the crowd and to create problems. And if they wouldn't do it, break stuff on their own, themselves. Get a girl shot. All that ridiculousness. So that Those people could go and protest against the vote that was going to take place to certify those electoral votes that came from the states. Because you have a right to redress the government. You have a right to petition. You have a right to do things like that. You don't have a right to riot. But you have that right to have your voice heard. The Supreme Court this time said, no, those votes are fine. There's no problem there. You don't have to worry about anything. Even though in those swing states, the rules were changed in those states months before. There was a campaign by them because of COVID, the big COVID scare, in order to make it where people could vote safely. Because, you know, your health, your safety during COVID, which we now know was CDC and federal government bullshit, made up bullshit that the voting rules were changed, specifically in those states. The changes were not done by those states' legislators or its legislature. But those changes were agreed upon by the governors of those states or the secretary of states of those states or those states' attorneys generals, which, according to the Supreme Court, during The Al Gore slash George W. Bush election, that Supreme Court, which is always the same Supreme Court, despite the changing in its members, says no you can't, federal government doesn't okay that, nobody can okay that, no governor can okay that, only the legislative body of that state can make voting rules Well this time they decided to change that This time they decided to ignore that. And that is what the people in that crowd were pointing out. That you need to go and you need to do audits there. And any vote that was taken in, not under the rules of the U.S. Constitution, by the Constitution, has to be annulled, has to be ignored. You cannot certify that vote based on anything other than what the Constitution of the United States says. Because in many of those states, the legislature had never changed the rules. The legislature only took a knee to what its governor said was going to happen or what its Secretary of State or its Attorney General was going to say. And that's against the Constitution. Because those those votes, in fact, do not count. And Mike Pence had every authority to stop that voting or to annul the votes from that state, those states. He knew that. So did the entire body of Congress know that. And yet they didn't. Democrats sure weren't going to do it, but the Republicans sat on their thumbs like cowards. And the deed was done. So you now have a constitution and a Congress and a White House administration that are all constitutionally out of order. Now we're getting to the meat and the potatoes of things. So now you have Joe Biden sitting in the White House. with him and his family and his son and everything, who have taken scads of money from China, getting paid off, scads of money from Ukraine, getting paid off, scads of money from Russia, getting paid off. The only smart one in the room is Trump, and he went to go play golf at Mar-a-Lago and be with his cute little wife and his family and eat and gain about 25 or 30 pounds. After four years of that bullshit, don't blame him. Sorry, second time I've cussed. But this makes me mad because I care about my children. See how calm I'm being? Aren't y'all proud of me? I'm even going long. I'm at 40-something minutes. I need to wrap this up. Long story short, day one, With a gigantic stack of crap that had already been written, already been done, already planned out, and by God, not by him, there's a gigantic pile of executive orders that Joe Biden starts signing. I'm talking about, they get him sworn in and before they serve lunch, he's got this shit signed. Third time, sorry. He's got this stuff signed. two of the biggest ones are this one COVID ended that day because he opened up and stopped what had already been paid for. All that is going to allow it to be finished, but he stopped construction on the wall on the Southern border. And they let every illegal in that wants to come in that can get past, um, the border patrol down there. And they start flying them, these, these illegals across the country and dropping them off in little cities and towns all over the United States of America. They are not, uh, they're not checked for COVID or anything else. And if you consciously do that and you know that, then you know already that COVID is not a thing. So by the middle of January, uh, 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 2020, 2021, COVID was over. Everything past that was nothing but mind control and they try to get you injected so they can make money off their dirty dealings with the drug companies, that, and they kept it enforced. They kept creating product. God knows what's in that product. God knows what the whole leverage was behind the medical part of that. And then we find out in the past 24 hours or so that Moderna, modern RNA, Moderna, that company, is the very one that designed the RNA coding basically the genetic coding of Corona-19 virus itself. They created and provided that, and then they turned right around and created and provided the cure for it. That thing was designed and built to steal an election and to make everybody a whole bunch of freaking money. And if you die, hey, you die. The second thing that happened that day when he was signing all those executive orders is this: he stopped construction of the Keystone XL pipeline in the United States between that and Canada. And you can go on and on and on about you libtards about how many jobs it only been thirty jobs. It had only been this. It was for sand shale and all this stuff. We ain't no way to make no money off no pipeline and so and So it was already a billion pipelines in the USA and so on and so on. So. The main thing is is that we had no way to pump oil in and out from that direction, and it's vital. So if Canadian oil goes to China or however it goes to so we can get it off our coast and pop it out of here, we make money. Part of that executive order is that we stop our drilling, we stop our, our creation of, um, much like the Carter administration back in the late 70s, we've got all this oil, we are oil independent, we were under Trump, we were making profit off our oil, selling it to Russia, all the NATO countries, Germany, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're becoming profitable with it, and we have plenty of reserves. That's why we had cheap gas in the United States. And let me tell you something about cheap gas. Cheap gas means this country can make money. It's a curb against inflation. And whenever we've got money and we're rocking and rolling, we can keep peace in the world because you're fixing to find out why we can't. No usable land leases and no more mining, including the mining for these, for to be able to make electric vehicles and the rare earth minerals that go into making the batteries and everything that we can kind of do here, but we're not going to be able to touch them. Now roll forward with the COVID fake demic, planned demic that was over that same day that they drug out for a year, still dragging it out a year and a half later paying people not to work, killing jobs everywhere, killing the economy, screwing everything up that there is. Relationships, children in school, families, members dying and everything else. Basically breaking our social heart. Knowing it wasn't real. Knowing it was fake. Trying to get illegals in here so they can get that vote. Because Democrats can't get a vote because their ideas are crap. They can't make money. They can't make an economy. They can't keep jobs. They can't do anything except shove critical race lie down people's throats, point fingers at people and call them things that they aren't just to keep strife turned up and to break crap. That's what Democrats can do. That's all they've ever been able to do. And now they've got it to a feverish pitch science but long story short is we can no longer make our own gas. We had to start buying it from other people whenever we've got more than anybody in the whole world. In the ground, the U.S. has more petroleum, um, uh, crude and everything else than the entire world. Forget Saudi Arabia and all that over there. We've got more here than the entire world. So gas prices keep going up, they keep driving COVID out, they keep putting restrictions on everything, you got to get a jab to get your job, blah, 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 just keep crap turned up constantly, constantly, constantly. While we don't look at Hunter's laptops, we don't look at the Biden family's dealings with other countries getting money, the the, the paintings, oh my God, let's not forget about Hunter's paintings, that he's getting... uh, (laughs) millions and millions and millions of dollars for basically a Crayola drawing. No kidding. Look them up. Private art investors, so you can't trace that money. Now, our allies in NATO, over in Europe, the Ukraine, Germany, because while we shut our pipeline down Biden allowed Russia to create and finish theirs that supplied oil to the rest of Europe so we and we have NATO countries that are keeping an eye on Russia so they don't invade Ukraine the United States who was supposed to be looking out for air quote Ukraine all of us are now buying our oil from Vladimir Putin and Russia and their answer to stopping him from going in there and overtaking Ukraine is sanctions if you do this, we are going to make sure <clears throat> the U.S. is going to be very firm and you will. we will get with the international banks and you won't be able to be able to trade or do anything with your money and we will starve you out while we're buying your damn oil from you. Because we're not going to make our own because we're freaking stupid. And this only gets better. Because whenever we shut them down, when they write a stern letter and threaten to shut down the banking and do blockade sending products or anything else to it, China's going to be right there with Russia and go, hey, no problem. We'll write a check to them. We got you covered. Russia, how much money you need? We've got all of America's money anyway because they buy all the crap at Walmart. And we've been all into the back pocket of Washington, D.C. for years and years and years and years and years. We own every politician in Washington already. we spied on them. We've got Fang Fangs, who slept with Eric Swalwell, dated him for a while, got all that information. Dianne Feinstein, yeah, her chauffeur was one of our spies. Yeah. We own all that. We know every secret on everybody in the swamp. So Washington, D.C. is not going to give us crap. Russia's like, well, we got this same thing. They say we were involved in Trump. Had Russia been involved with Trump, Russia would have invaded while Trump was president, and Trump would have looked the other way. Didn't happen. There was never any Russia, Russia, Russia. Now, what happens next to my daughter? I don't know. They only invaded in there last night. Unsure. And the truth is, the Ukraine is not a friendly group to begin with. They're a socialist country. They're a communist country, basically. And Russia used to own that territory. The reason it was neat that it was detached from Russia is because when there was a Soviet Union during the Cold War, when I was growing up in the 80s, And we were worried every day about all of us killing each other with nuclear bombs, the United States versus Russia, Russia versus the U.S. It was neat whenever the Soviet Union, because we starved them out is what we did. Reagan made sure we basically just starved them out. So they broke up, and a lot of those little countries out there that was part of the air quote union, much like we have states, the United States, we are a union of states. Those countries were a union, the Soviet Union. A lot of them, was, it was handy for us in the world as those countries broke away because those countries surrounded Russia, the, the central core that is Russia now, because um, Russia itself is a country. Kazakhstan and all those things, they were all, you know, other countries around Russia. Well, Russia is basically surrounded by its own old territories that were part of the Soviet Union of Territories. And so it was cool because we could fund them, put military in there and everything else, and we could basically sit on Russia's doorstep and just keep an eye on them and make sure crap didn't go sideways. Well, not anymore. Because, you see, if our gas were cheap and we could make our own, Germany and all those places over there that are part of NATO, which is supposed to be you know ready to take care of problems in Europe, for the good guys that are all now having to buy their gas from Russia, We could just give them gas. We could give them gas cheap. And they would all end up buying it from us. Which would basically starve out Russia. And then when you did uh, things like put sanctions on them, it would actually mean something. You can't put a sanction on somebody like Biden's doing right now saying, we'll starve you out. Oh, by the way, we need to buy a bajillion barrels of oil from you tomorrow and every day the rest of our lives. Because we're not going to make gas here. Because we're idiots. so my darling daughter, what we have is a big stinking sticky mess because Mike Pence is a puss and he didn't stop a vote and you've got an idiot in there that was installed in there by a Washington, D.C. swamp mechanism that was already bought and paid for by every, not Biden, all of Washington, D.C. Those politicians are all rotten and every one of them has been spied on and and knows it, and those spies have dirt on all of them, and they know it. And they're also making money for their families under the table from all of them, and they know it. You can't go in there and take a job as a congressperson for $125,000 a year and stay there 10 years and be a multi, 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 multi multi-millionaire. It's mathematically impossible unless you are stealing or someone's paying you illegally to do what they tell you to do. Now, I said I'd like to say this to all of you. When she asked me about this, I said, the best thing you can do is go enjoy your life and your family. Because here's how this works. The evil that's going on there is men are not smart enough to do this. Women, Men and women. But mankind is not smart enough to work at this level of evil because it's twisted into everything when you've got news media in this country that will keep a lie alive because they hate Donald Trump. And again, it's not the person Donald Trump. It's the character, meaning it's the position of someone that was in Washington, DC. They really didn't give a crap about politics. All they wanted was things to run right. That kind of person, that kind of simplistic goodness is vile and contemptible to something that is evil. And It's evil. And it's not just in the United States. It's in every country. Look at Canada beating the hell out of its citizens because they wouldn't go get a shot. Look at Australia. They locked that poor country down and they held that thing at gunpoint because they took their citizens' guns up years ago. Beautiful Australia was nothing but a damn prison camp for its citizens because people aren't important. Running those people is. It's the power. That is satanic. That is absolutely nothing but satanic. Never forget that you were the greatest creation that God ever had. That's you, a person, the individual that is you. That is a powerful, wonderful, magical, mystical thing. And everything good that you do puts a bad taste in the mouth of evil. And evil wants to destroy that because when they destroy you, they're destroying part of God's creation. so take it from me if you're one of those people that sit there and if someone points out that your little boy that you want to stick in a dress is actually still a boy and you want to say hate Nazi so and so so and so you need to check yourself where you wreck yourself because you're being misled and misguided by an evil force and if that's where you are in your life and you're thinking and everything else good luck to you Okay, good luck to you. But you can turn yourself around. But if you're going to be evil, then let this be your warning. Good is coming for you. And good wins. I read the back of the book. God wins. Good wins. If you're one of the good people, let not your heart be troubled. That's like the good book tells you. There's always going to be these problems. Evil's always going to try to get there. Don't let it steal your joy. You stand by right by what you know what your convictions are and should be. You be decent and good in your life and you look for goodness every day of your life. Because we win. And that victory is coming. to defend what you have in your life and the lives of those you hold dear but evil is out there be aware of it and know that to my daughters my granddaughter, my son my friends and family I love you to my audience I love you and I've missed you and I'm glad we're back today And I'm sorry I went an hour. But I needed my little baby girl to understand. The ins and outs of all the small stuff, she'll have to study on her own. But that's the story from 50,000 feet. With that, we'll get back to our regular programming here on the next episode. But for right now, just know, I'm your buddy, JB. You've been listening to Give Zero. And that's the Biden saga as it applies to Russia and everything right now. You guys stay blessed. Take care. Watch each other sixth. Say your prayers. Hug your friends. Hug your family. Give everybody kisses. Raise and teach your children well. This is Joy Bruno for Give Zero. And I'll see you next time. Take care, patriots. Bye.